Welcome back to Let's Talk About Today with Arvin. How's everyone doing today? Hope everyone's staying safe and well. Uh, first off, on the top of the show, I just want to let you guys know, this one's a really, really quick episode. We're just going to be going through what we witnessed this past week, what we went through, but also I'd like to apologize for not filling up the feed with a brand new episode yesterday. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty busy time, but man, it's, you know, it's January 27th today. You might be listening to this on January 28th, but we got to admit, ever since the inauguration date, ever since... President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris have come to office, things have been pretty chill, uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, You know, we haven't seen Donald Trump in the public eye since he left the White House uh, and he headed down to uh, Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Uh, But it's it's just been amazing. I mean, look, we're we're still going through this COVID nineteen pandemic, and it's absolutely horrible. Um, you know, here in Ontario, here in our regions across the province uh, and in the country as well. Just in general, there's been a lot of crazy things we've been seeing, and it's absolutely devastating and heartbreaking. But it's good to know that the leader of the free world is someone who, you know, if we're all on this boat. It's good to know that the captain knows how to steer the ship, okay? Um, and that's basically what President Biden, you know, is. He's the captain who knows how to steer the ship. And uh, since day one, I mean, he's been signing all these executive orders, and they've been uh, very, very positive, affecting the world and the United States. Um, first things first, he signed an executive order rejoining the Paris Agreement on climate change. Uh, you know, the Paris Climate Accords was something that Donald Trump stepped out of because he didn't believe in climate change, which is ridiculous. Um, so that was a big move. Um, I mean, and President Biden signed an executive order that promotes racial equity. And look, I don't think we'd ever hear the words racial equity or, you know, striving for racial equity come out of the mouth of Donald Trump. I mean, that's not really, that wasn't really the vibe he was going for. So it's awesome to see a my cup there it's awesome to see a president of the united states once again start caring about these issues that are so important to people starting to heal the nation right um the muslim ban reversing that president biden signed an executive order uh you know a couple muslim majority countries that trump had essentially uh made it harder for people to come from i mean which is ridiculous biden signed an executive order reversing that he also signed into order a mask mandate mask wearing mandate so um just essentially encouraging people to actually put on a mask and if we think about it for the first couple of months of the pandemic i mean president trump would like never wear a mask until he was like actually like forced to like it would it was just ridiculous to see how long it took for him to even do that um so it's good that we have someone in power saying hey Put on these masks, first 100 days. I mean, the Biden team is uh, trying to get 100 million vaccines uh, in the first 100 days. And I mean, it's good for people to put on masks. That's going to curb the COVID cases. uh, And it's going to be good for America. And it's going to be good for the world, right? Um, So another thing was uh, Biden announced yesterday that I think it's 200 million new vaccines that the U.S. is ordering which is, that is a big, that is a lot of needles, my friend. That is a lot of vaccines. Whew. 
Um, so that is going to play a big part in the U.S. fighting the COVID pandemic. And I know that President Biden has said that um, essentially by the beginning of fall, that's when they're planning to get Americans all you know vaccinated. And it sort of you know goes hand in hand with Canada's plan as well. Um, we have the same ambitions. Um, another, you know, amongst a bunch of these awesome executive orders, I mean, reversing the ban on transgender people in the military. I mean, I think it's ridiculous how that even happened in the first place, but it's good to know that the president is, uh, you know, taking action on stopping the, uh, that was my phone again. Sorry. Um, these horrible policies from the Trump administration are finally being thrown in the trash, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. Uh, I mean, I also, you know, President Biden has been uh, working on legislation to help out dreamers. So like, you know, young undocumented immigrants uh, in the United States. And look, um, the U.S. immigration system has some flaws in it. Can it be can it be perfected? Yes. But if there is a if there's a way that you can get people who are already here, who are working hard, who are willing to do whatever it takes to stay here and they're good people. I look the way they came in may not have been the best, but it is what it is. And it's good to see a president just not, you know, trying to throw people out, put them in cages. I mean, the kids in cages stuff was horrible. I think that's one of the most memorable moments from the, the Trump presidency. Um, another thing was uh, President Biden canceling the Keystone Pipeline. And I want to get into that really quickly. Um, under President Obama, the Keystone XL Pipeline was uh, canceled. And then under President Trump, it was brought back. And look, it's a, it's, it's a good boost for the Alberta economy. It's a good boost for the Canadian economy. It's a good boost for the American economy. But it is a step in the wrong direction, perhaps, if you want to tackle climate change. But I guess for Canada, it's it would have been a great boost for our economy. And I know Premier Jason Kenney of Alberta is very, very upset. Um, but, you know, once an executive order is signed, that's pretty much final. So uh, rest in peace to the Keystone Pipeline. And... Uh, but yeah, it's just been so peaceful. And um, look, here in Canada, we've had delays with the vaccines. Um, I think 86% of the Pfizer vaccines that we're expecting this week did not come, um, which, uh, you know, it's frustrating. But look, by the end of the first quarter, I think 5 million Canadians should be vaccinated. That's the plan. Vaccines are on the way. Canada has the most vaccines ordered per capita. Um, when it comes to all the variety of va vaccine companies that are working on a vaccine. Um, so just, you know, everyone just, I know it's, it's, it's tough, it's difficult, but just stay home, stay safe. Vaccines are on the way. Uh, we got to have faith in the government. And, you know, I disagree with the Ford government and a lot of things. I'm rooting for them to win. I'm rooting for them to do the best when it comes to distributing vaccines and making sure people are vaccinated so we can end this long-term care crisis and uh, ensure safety of everyone. And then same with the federal government, too. I, I, I really want Canada to be um, remain to be a leader in vaccination. So um, a lot going on this week. And uh, everyone, just please stay at home. Don't hang out with your friends. Now is not the time for that because um, there was a young, young gentleman in uh, London. He's 19 years old, Syrian refugee. Um, I think his name's Yassine. And uh, he worked. He was working as a cleaner in a long-term care home, and he contracted covid and he passed away. He had trouble breathing and uh, his parents went, you know, he was asleep and his parents went to go wake him up and it, it was too late. And uh, I, 
I recommend everyone, you know, go watch the interview with uh, the father. I think it was on CBC or CTV, perhaps. And uh, people keep saying, you know, this is only affecting seniors, but it is affecting seniors horribly. It's devastating the way it's affecting seniors, especially in long-term care. But this is, if we continue to allow COVID-19 to spread, it's going to it's gonna hurt a lot of young people as well. And so it's, it's sad to hear that story of, you know, a young kid who fled from war in Syria to come to one of the most safest countries in the world and die from this virus. I mean, it's, uh, devastating so stay home stay safe and let's have faith and that we will all be vaccinated by uh, the beginning of fall which is what the federal government is planning um, and just try to have fun as much as you can but do it safely all right so all the best uh, we will have a new episode next Tuesday uh, and have a fantastic week see ya